In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I always desire to come back to you from chapter with encouraging words for the year to come because normally we can all say that we return from our chapter meeting full of words of encouragement from our prior general as indeed we have nevertheless and even in the midst of a wonderful birthday celebration for his eminence Cardinal Burke none of us could get past the daily conversations throughout the world today the terrible storm clouds that hang over Holy Mother Church. That more than ever, our church is in need of the mercy of Christ. A mercy which cleanses and defends. For that, it's what we pray for in today's Mass, which could not be more fitting for this time. For the prayer in today's Mass is, May thy continual mercy, O Lord, cleanse and defend thy church. As one very eloquent bishop from this part of the world, from this very state of Wisconsin, has recently stated, we have all had enough of false mercy. Indeed, we have all had enough of this criminal abuse of such a holy word as mercy, this truly divine quality which men created in God's image is called to imitate. True mercy does not turn its back on sin. True mercy doesn't cover up sin. True mercy doesn't say that sin is not sin. The church today, as the Gospel tells us, is a weeping widow. And the widow of whom the Gospel speaks today is not a woman mourning the death of her husband. No, apart from Good Friday, the Church does not weep for her divine spouse. For although he has died, he has risen and can now die no more. No, Holy Mother Church today weeps for her son, lying in the death of mortal sin. The gentle healer is at hand, ready to restore them to life, if only they have the humility to accept the need for healing. The true mercy of Christ cleanses 
and defense. To the ailing son who begs of Christ his true mercy, he whispers to him two things. First of all, be of good courage. Thy sins are forgiven thee. Be made clean. And go and sin no more. I know another priest of this diocese, a very zealous and holy priest, who often points out that of the twelve apostles, we must note that one betrayed, one denied, nine slipped away, and one stood by at the cross. This is indeed a terrifying statistic for the church hierarchy. Roughly 8% traitors, 8% shameful cowards, 75% careful cowards, and 8% courageous and faithful. And yet we must not forget that among the apostles, all of the cowards did return to Christ and even died the holy death of martyrs. So we must not despair of this statistic, which we find among the hierarchy and of course then find reflected in the flock. Let us not then in this dark hour forget the importance of true mercy. Let us heed the words of the Apostle which we hear today. Let us correct our wayward brethren, but in a spirit of gentleness, taking heed lest we also fall. Think about all the faithful priests you know around the world or right here in this diocese. This is what I have done, especially in this past week. Spending time with my fellow priests of the Institute of Christ the King, the place where we were all formed for the priesthood, Graciliano, and looking at all those young, smiling, faces of zealous young men preparing for the priesthood. You cannot look into their eyes and honestly think that the Catholic Church is finished. I know so many faithful around the world who in these past weeks have taken a moment to contact priests they know, to write to them and thank them for responding to their vocation. And on their behalf, I take a moment today 
to thank you for this great act of charity. We must also take the time to thank the bishops who are standing up for what is right. And we must not hesitate, and I mean you especially, dear faithful, to write to other bishops and gently remind them that you're counting on them to do likewise. To those of you who are angry, I say, good, be angry. Know that I and countless other priests are angry right along with you, and we hunger and thirst for justice. We know that the Lord is not mocked, and so we cry out, Arise, Lord, and judge thy cause. Like so many other priests, I take courage in this hour when I see your faith, when I see you continue to come to Mass, to request that Masses be celebrated for you, for your loved ones, as you continue to raise your children in the true faith, as you continue in all that you say and do to manifest your faith in the priesthood of Christ, the only religion that brings salvation. Most especially, I say to all young men today who are thinking about the priesthood, do not be afraid. The real men in the priesthood are still there, and we are waiting for you to join us, to answer God's call, to be part of the most glorious army that marches upon this earth. Do not be afraid. Do not listen to the fears whispered in your ear by the devil at this hour. But move boldly forward. Let us all in this hour then follow the Apostles' teaching and bear one another's burdens. Help each other, pray for each other, forgive one another. For so we shall fulfill the law of Christ. Let us not forget then to do good to all men, but especially to those who are of the household of the faith. For it is in this faith so beset, so attacked today by the heinous sins of a few, in this faith alone that we find salvation and everlasting life. Amen. <laughs>